Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I Wanna Wear Your Skin! Hey. Hi. Hi, hi. Okay. This was a fun one. It was. It was. But some weird shit. A lot of weird shit. But yeah. But I'm into the weird shit. We, I mean, we have to be at this point. Yeah. We're invested in the weird shit. We're invested in hating ourselves once a week, at we least. We fucking live for it. Yeah. If you don't know who we are, we're no one. We're no one. But we watch Lifetime movies. Two garbage people. And drink garbage things. Yep. Sometimes we drink okay things. Sometimes, yeah. But And then we talk about the Lifetime movies that we watch. Yeah, we're hella judgmental. Um, but with reason. Yeah, I mean, like, to be fair, what our content is. What do you want from us? Yeah, like what? I don't... Are we supposed to be nice? I I, I have never been. I'm no. not going to start now. No, it's too late No, especially that. like the podcast thing. It's so faceless. Like, no, no one can see except our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> my fucking face. So, you know, this is just two anonymous bitches talking shit. About Lifetime movies. But if you don't want it to be anonymous, like she said, you could be a Patreon subscriber yeah. and you can watch the movies with us. See these faces. And see our faces. Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla. Yes, miss. What are you drinking? I am drinking. I am back on that fucking White Claw seltzer train. And today's flavor is black cherry. Yes. I don't know why I left it for Rainier. I mean, I like Rainier, but then I crack a White Claw. I'm like, there's. Here I am. It's like coming home, man. Yeah. If they ever stop making this shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Die. For real. Like, apparently they're... Snake venom. Yes. God, yes. We'll get into that. On my steering wheel. No! Shit! God, no! I can grab my phone real quick. I mean, I have mine. We might have to do some research on the air tonight. And by research, I mean some heavy Google searching. And by on the air, I mean while we record. Right now. Because yeah. I'm not going to edit it. Oh. But anyway. in, in the meantime, what are you drinking? I am drinking, it is a Chloe Pinot Grigio. That sounds fancy. From Italy. Ooh, ooh la la. Yeah, fancy. It's got a black bow tie. Or not a bow tie, like a ribbon. <laughs> I just realized that I didn't know any French, like, uh, uh, Italian words. What I did, like, ooh la la, I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's not French. Italian. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, fettuccine. And I was like, that's, no, I, yeah, that's... Okay. Ciao. Ciao. Bella. Bella. So you got a it. ciao, a bella, fettuccine. You can, you can get it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, pizza, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not good with voices or accents. So that's I'm, what I'm drinking. It's a white wine. Yeah. And, uh, it, and it looks very I, fancy. Is it good? I burped after drinking some of it and it was like watermelon jelly bellies. Fuck yeah. It doesn't taste like that while you're drinking it, but like... The after burp. Honestly, I'm I'm in it for the burps. Yeah. Yeah, these White Claw burps are also fruity. My mm. Rainier burps, just Not fucking, great. no. Not great. Okay. Ugh. So, um, our babe score, real quick, is 1750. Which I'm pretty impressed by, considering we're recording two days after our, our last, like, episode release. So, like, when I, when I, I almost texted you and been like, Maybe we shouldn't tell them our babe score this week because it's been two days. And then I saw it, I'm like, no, I'm good with that number. But I have to say I'm judging you all a little bit because our most listened to episode in the last 30 days was The Mermaid Chair. Oh, really? Well, yeah. it, I think it's because we've referenced it every single episode yeah. since. Because well, how do you not reference masturbating in a chair in front of monks? And it's fucking Kim Basinger I mean, doing it, just, it too. 
and she's got crimps in her hair. Oh, it's gorgeous. There's sex on a beach. It's I'm, very weird. I'm it's, never going to get over that movie. It wasn't good at all. No. It was very, very bad, and I hated it. Like, I think I literally remember three titles of the movies that we reviewed, and The Mermaid Chair is, like, the number one where I remember the whole movie start to finish. Yes, I absolutely Because pretty, like, I, my I brain I will never get the scene out of my head when the mom shows up in the middle of the night with her fingers cut off and she's like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, I did, I it, did again. it again. <laughs> <laughs> that and literally trying, trying to keep my cool as Kim Basinger pretended like she knew how to paint. Oh my was God. Was fucking brilliant. That was rough. A gem. So anyway, that's not the movie we're talking about today. No, no. Um, this is not The Mermaid Chair 2. But uh, it is Fatal Trust. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is a is an alright title for this movie. I, I kind of, sure. it doesn't, it's a throwaway title to me. I guess it makes sense in regards to like her making that big quote unquote big statement about doctors. I guess and so. And priests. She's talking about like putting your faith in God and then doctors yeah. and you know what I would have called it Mount <laughs> Murder Journal. Yes. Oh, that's good. I was just gonna call it like malpractice. <laughs> like yeah, because I mean yeah. it's a doctor movie. It, it was a doctor movie. It's a doctor serial killer movie. You're not gonna have like a quippy title. Like I don't know. Dr. Lucas, the serial killer. And just straightforward. It didn't have a Canadian title either, like a lot of Lifetime movies. No, it just so. was straight up Fatal Trust. Yeah. Came out in 2006. Woo woo. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm fucking cheering. Dude, like, nothing good happened to me in 2006. It was my first year of college. I don't know. Uh, um, after the year... after. Here we go. I got this. I got this. I'm, I'm okay. a believer. After the death of her husband... Kate moves to a small town. It's not just us. Okay, I'll, we'll get it. Okay. <laughs> and soon realizes the doctor for whom she works is a psychotic killer. As she unravels his secrets, she finds herself in as much danger as his patients. Ooh. Which, okay, so let's, I just have to tear this apart for a second on so many levels. Yeah, Once, please. Uh, it's not right after the death of her husband. It's a year later. Yeah. Uh, she also... It's also after the death of her mom, which is an indeterminate amount of time, and she's never come home for that. She's also not just moving to a small town. She's moving to her hometown. Her hometown. That she grew up in. Ridgewood, a town of 3,200 people. Uh, and... She doesn't, re- like, realize that the doctor's a psychotic killer. Someone warns her, and then yes. she starts looking into it. And then she becomes, like, a Sherlock Holmes brilliant person. Yeah, like, except she doesn't actually... Sleuth. She knows the truth, but all of her clues are real spotty at best. Are bullshit. They wouldn't hold up in court. No. They wouldn't hold up in a conversation, and they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, And then... Yeah, in terms of, like, her finding herself in a lot of danger, that's only because she turns him down. Yeah, oh, well, don't, <laughs> don't you know that that's, uh, that, that's what you can't do. You can't, you can't turn the dude down if you want to stay alive, apparently. Nope. Nope. So, this movie stars Amy Jo Johnson. Yes, who you will know. Pink Power Ranger, Pink everybody. Pink Power Ranger. Also on Felicity. 
Also, Susie Q. Yes! Okay, I, I can't believe... You got excited again. I love it. Yeah, because that is just... <laughs> I honestly think if I have to go back in, in the memory banks of Disney movies, uh, Susie Q is, I think, my favorite Disney Channel movie. That one and Wish Upon a Star... I always oh, really like. Oh, I don't know if I've even seen that one. Katherine Heigl. Okay. And then another girl that I can't remember. It was basically Freaky Friday, but with sisters. Okay. All right. Yeah. I it's would probably great. like that. We should watch it sometime. God, this should have been a podcast on Disney, like two punks reviewing Disney movies. We'd probably start hating them and that would be not great. Yeah. See, what's happening is we're starting to like like okay. movies and I'm not as upset about that. No, I am. I'm not saying it's like a good thing. I'm just saying I would be more upset if I started to hate Disney movies. Well, my problem is, is that now whenever I watch any other movie that's not a Lifetime movie, I think it's brilliant. So, like, now in my you're everyday life. things I'm, more in your life. I guess, but it's elevating things. I'm like, I'm looking at Brian, I'm like, this is good. And he's like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, our, our, like, gauges of movies have gone out the window. Oh, it's super subjective. Yeah. I mean, it always was, but yeah, hey. but more. But so maybe now. some of our Patreon extra episodes will be like old school. By old school, I mean like early two thousands, like or uh, Disney movies. Yeah, I we'll would definitely like, love that. Uh, Smart House. Oh fuck yes, yeah, Smart House. Susie Q. Yes, please. Uh, Xenon, the twenty first century girl. And then um, my motorcycle is a vampire. Oh, okay, so the <laughs> doctor. In oh the yes, movie, excuse, excuse me. His name is David Hayden Jones. He was naturally in Supernatural. As they all are. Um, and his first film <laughs> was called I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. <laughs> and yes, we looked it up to see, did he buy a motorcycle for a vampire or did yes. he buy a motorcycle that was a vampire? That was a vampire. And it is the latter. And which makes it so much better. There's also a talking turd. Yes! Like, it's a it's a human in a turd suit with, tur- like, turd makeup on its face. Talking in a toilet. We saw the trailer. We it looks incredible. It. Yeah, we're watching we, it for sure. We have to watch it. We so, have to review it. definitely become a Patreon subscriber. I'm going to keep saying it because we are going to record an episode talking about I bought a vampire motorcycle. Yes. And, I mean, at the very least, like, just look up the trailer on Dude, YouTube. because it's, it's worth good. it. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it's like... Uh, he buys this motorcycle after his girlfriend's like, I don't think you should do that. Uh, I got a bad feeling about that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and then it runs her over, and he's like, hmm, maybe you were right. Oh my god, you have to show Chris the trailer. He's I'm gonna to. lose his shit. Um, and then uh, the third star is Paul Popovich, who we should all know from <laughs> I'm Wed. Yes, the famous Paul Popovich. And he's all he was also on Degrassi. He was Asher on Degrassi the Next Generation to all my friends out there. Oh. Um. So if, if you don't remember I'm Wed because, you know, you're just not invested in this lifetime culture like we are, he was the guy that dressed up like Paul Revere. Oh my god. Uh, was and He was awful. And was, he was a yeah, terrible character. He was character. a horrible character, but the best part about it was that he did historical reenactment in Boston and literally played Paul Revere and drove a horse and carriage around, which is not historically accurate, but I don't care. It was great. But it was perfect. So he came back for another one. As you do. Or maybe this was his first one. I'm not quite sure how the time sequence oh, there yeah. goes. I feel yeah, I like think Ivy Wed was a newer movie, so this was yeah. probably before that. Okay. Okay, so we open up <laughs> to this really fucking weird scene. Oh, yeah. I guess weird, like... Weird is just kind of 
assumed at this point yeah. of everything in a Lifetime movie. But there's this um, middle-aged woman that's dressed as an old woman. And it's obvious. It's just, there's like obvious lines on her face. At that first you're like, on. is it Halloween? Because it's, it's the only thing that you can see. It's yeah. it's awful. And she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, and grabs a rope. And her nightgown is very dirty for some reason. And she's running through cornfields to a bridge where she ties a noose around her neck and uh, commits suicide. Yeah, thro- throws herself off the bridge. And then it actually shows her hanging there. It's pretty traumatic. Yeah. It's like... If you have any triggers with that, do not watch this movie. Um, I, I would say it was probably the most brutal Lifetime opening we've seen. Oh, yeah. There's no warning that you're going to see a, a death. No. And and uh, it's just, it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was kind of hard to shake the rest of the movie. Even though, like, everything else in the movie is kind of, like, whatever. That was like, yeah. okay, all right. Um, uh, but if you're feeling a little uncomfortable about it, don't worry. Lifetime immediately hard cuts to do 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 a new town. Like, literally. a new town. Literally the derpiest, like, cheerful song. And our. With a trailer that says, one way. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, and, so. and that introduces us to our protagonist, Katie, of the Pink Power Ranger, and uh, her son, who are moving back to her hometown. Uh, she, uh, yeah, they're just moving back. She doesn't really, she, like, talks to her son, but doesn't really say anything. Yeah, because he's asleep, and she's just like, I'm but. glad you're not a teenager, because you'd really hate me right now. I mean, uh, all right. I, okay. And then they come upon a, the bridge that this lady had jumped off of. And uh, there's another lady dead in her car. We know this because the doctor walked up to the window, looked at her, and said, <laughs> Yes, she's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a plus. A detective plus, work. A plus detective work and amazing uh, script writing it right was there. so good. And yeah. then the, like... Uh, police chief or something was like, so can we move the cars? Because it's, like, in the way now. Yeah, <laughs> we're really holding up this uh, one car here. He literally goes up to the <laughs> fire truck and is like, you guys don't need to be taking up two lanes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a bizarre emergency. Like, by any means. Um, so that happens. Um, and that's where we meet Tom. Because he's a firefighter. Oh, yeah, and we only kind of see him in passing. He doesn't, like, yeah. talk to anybody. Yeah. But she talks to the police chief and kind of explains, like, why they're there. And apparently her mom had died, but they you don't ever really know how long ago it was. No. But she didn't come home for that because her kid had asthma and had to go to the hospital. But it's just weird that she hasn't been back sooner from her mom's death. Yeah, no matter, yeah, it, regardless, just, I don't know how long it was. Maybe it was really recently. I don't know. Yeah, it, I, they don't say. No, they don't. Um, and then she says that she's moving back in with her sister. So then we go to Dad's Diner. Dad's Diner. Which is literally what it's called. And looks like it has good food. Like, I fucking love, like, old school diners like that. It's very, like, it's like tweeds. Yeah, very um, much so. If you watch Twin Peaks, the actual diner uh, is here, and it's called Tweeds, and it that's just, like, quintessential diner to me, yeah. I feel like. It's adorable. Um, 
Yeah, so then her sister is like, you know what you should do? You should work a job that you'll love. I think that you'll just be happier that way. Yeah. Well. What a thought. What a thought. Captain Obvious. I don't know, Jess. Yeah, I don't. This feels like a stretch. I think there are other ways to be happy. Stop forcing the subject. If I want to work a job I hate, I can work a job that I I hate. I will do what I want or don't want. (laughs) It's also cool that this, like, really tiny town economy just has jobs that I love everywhere. Yeah. Available. Anything I want to do. Yeah, anything I want to do. The world is my oyster. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) America. But her sister essentially is just like, live at my house. I'll take care of your son. You've got free rent. Just find the job that you want. Like, don't settle, which she immediately settles. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. That's stupid. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and she says that, like, a bunch of people are leaving town. No one explains why. No. She just says that a bunch of people are leaving town, and that's why there's jobs available. C- cool? I don't, like, okay. Why? There's so many questions in this movie that never get answered and they just they really could have streamlined this shit they just chose not to again and again yeah but like it never adds any depth to the story or the characters or like it could have but but it doesn't they they don't flesh it out they don't return to it we never get any answers so i don't just people are leaving town who knows why but that's why (coughs) jobs are available that's it that's the thing is like yeah they have these like open ended things that you never understand and all they could have all she could have said was like oh the economy's booming you wouldn't really yeah. even need to know why like I'd rather know why people are leaving town I don't care why the economy's booming like right like, cool like yeah. something happened okay. but they don't explain things in easy ways they make them open ended and then don't answer them yeah and that's we will annoying. tell you so many more um, then I just wrote Tom Sullivan because that's when. Oh Kate's, yeah, or Kate sees him. Yeah, that's when he he's comes like, on by the oh house, my God. and he's like, "Ooh, Katie, you moved back. Sam looks like a really cool kid." I saw I, a picture of him one time on the internet because <laughs> I've been stalking you since high school. Yep, that's Tom Sullivan, our good old Paul Revere, <laughs> our good old Paul Revere firefighter. And he's, I don't, is it this? Does he ask her about it? Uh, yeah, he asks her on a date at this point, right? No, that comes later. This is just catch-up time. Oh, you're right. And her saying that they moved back because uh, they need to be in fresh air for her son, who for has bad asthma. asthma. Um, yeah. Which, at least they gave us an answer for that. I, that's the only answer we got. Yeah. Um, and then they go, and she actually visits her mom with her son at the cemetery, and pays her respects. And a few headstones away, there is Dr. Mark. No, 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 no. What? His name is Dr. Lucas. Is it really? Yes! <laughs> Where's my phone? I told you this while we were watching I thought it. we were joking. No, his name is Dr. God, Lucas. I'm getting my phone. <laughs> I'm making a point. Well, I also wanted to get another white claw, so this is just I fine. swear to God, his name is Dr. Lucas. They say, and he's like, my dad is Dr. Lucas. No, here's the thing it's dark i swear to god here's the thing it's not that i don't believe you it's just that i'm so upset at myself that i have to see it with my own but maybe his first name is mark i don't know that might be what it is oh i almost wrote fetal trust that's not what this movie is. fetal trust thank god 
God, I just, and the reason why I'm looking up too is because I'm so bad with the names. I've been really trying so hard to write down. You have. But like the first 15 episodes, I wrote down the wrong name every single time. So like, at this point, it's just. I swear. It just hurts my soul. I know you're right. The the character or the actor that played him, his hometown is called Kyle. Kyle. Perfect. It's in Saskatchewan. Oh, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Dr. Mark Lucas. Okay, so we're both right. So we're both right. <laughs> but they gave him two first names, and they that's did. confusing. They did. But on all the on all the things that say Dr. it says Dr. Lucas. I didn't watch this movie twice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we meet him. So we um, meet him. He's he's there visiting <laughs> his that, dead dad. Now that we've answered yeah. this in the only way Lifetime could answer <laughs> this, which is that we're both right we're, and no one's wrong. We're both right, no one's wrong. <laughs> no real answer. No real answer. Uh, and uh, It's it, another one of those things where someone's like, looks like we have something in common. <laughs> Death. He says <laughs> like, that. He says that. He's like, it looks like we have a close connection. It's like, yeah, our folks are buried three head, like headstones away. Is that weird. is that enough? He also, it, like, her son walks over to him and starts talking to him, and she notices. Yeah. Because they're, like, two headstones away, and she starts walking over. He's like, sorry if I startled you. I was just meeting your son. Well. Yeah. I'm startled now. I know. Creepo. I so. What? (laughs) (laughs) Who was startled? And then her son's like, it's okay, Mom. He's a doctor. Oh, my God. All right, Sam. Um, So then... Then she's supposed to go on this interview somewhere, and... uh, Oh, it's a chicken factory. (laughs) God, don't know why I remember that detail. Well, I remember her talking about, like, she was supposed to be packaging chicken. She's like, I won't do that. Yeah, it's a minimum wage job packaging frozen chicken. I'm not going to do it. It's like, <laughs> okay. all right, Pink Power Ranger, I see that this is beneath <laughs> you. Um, and it's not even how we feel about the job. It's just that the way that she says it is very, like, hoity-toity. Oh, very much so. Uh, but Tom uh, is at the diner, and he walks in, and I love this scene. He walks in, and Jess is like, she's not here right now. He's like, I just came in for breakfast. And she's like, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> oh. Okay, Tom. Um, but Tom asks Kate for drinks. He's like, I'm off tonight. Do you want to get drinks with me? And she's like, mm, I'm not ready yet. He's like, cool. That's totally cool. I'm going to go now. Okay, so I'll pick you up at 7. Bye! Fuck you, Tom. Also, she thinks it's funny and cute and is charmed by it. Yep. So fuck you too, Katie. She's like, oh, you're so right. We should go on a date even oh though I'm not ready. God. My husband was murdered a year ago, but thank, it's totally fine. Thank you so much for not listening to me and ignoring my feelings when I was honest with you. You knew how I actually felt. Yeah, so. You knew better than me where I was at in my life. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for just, you know, like punching your way in there. Yeah. Straight in there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, highly recommend that. Please fucking don't, guys. Then we go into a three-minute-long sex scene with them <gasps> from high school. <laughs> I didn't even write it down. I didn't even write it down. I refused. I refused to write it down. In her completely pink room, which is mm-hmm. fun. Um, and, yeah, they're, like, teenagers leaving high school or something, and they have sex. Yeah, and, like, sure, they could both technically be 18, but they're definitely high school students 
definitely having teenage sex and you feel uncomfortable watching yeah. two teenagers who, of course, it's them. They didn't get other actors. No. It's two 30-year-old people fucking. But it's so they're creepy. Supposed be, they're supposed to be teenagers. And it yeah, it's creepy and it goes on for a long time for no reason. No. And I didn't enjoy it. They just needed to make sure they hit the 90-minute mark. That's so they were like, here it. we go. Yeah. Um, then, uh, oh, then she's back at the house with her sister, and her sister's like, that scarf is fantastic. <laughs> and then, because <laughs> that's the kind of shit that they talk about. And then she tells her that she's in love with the doctor. And she's like, what's not to love? He's a doctor. He drives a Porsche. <laughs> He's got money. <laughs> I mean, you're you're checking all my boxes, Jess. So she's in love with him. Uh, then Kate's driving to the doctor's to have a uh, an appointment for Sam, right? About mm-hmm. asthma. Yeah, to check on his asthma. But she runs into a train before then, and she has a flashback of when her husband was murdered by. Someone in a train seat, like, this dude grabs him and says, feed the beast, and then pulls both him and her husband in front of a train. Yeah. It's... What? Fucking weird. Yeah. And she's standing there watching it. Yeah, and it's... It's horribly bizarre. And traumatic. Yeah. And awful. And she... And, like, she's sitting here in front of a train, and has this flashback and then yeah. her son's like are you okay mom she's like yeah yeah, yeah just uh just a memory like ah, yeah fine. she's just she's openly fine. weeping and shaking and screaming she's fine she's fine it's totally fine fine uh maybe see someone about that that's a lot yeah like, and it's only been a year yeah and you just accepted a date even though you said you weren't gonna accept a date like don't and you just had a full-blown meltdown in front of your child that's a lot like and that's totally valid no it's a hundred percent valid that breakdown was valid and you if you're gonna take like she has no job right now she has the time to kind of like yeah sit with that and like like, deal with it that's a package you gotta unbox man like you gotta fucking dig in yeah that's a lot. So, but she just breezes past it and goes to the doctor. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's, it's open And then now. he asks her about it, and she tells him. She says that an escaped psych patient. Which killed him. Which, in the flashback, the dude's just like. A stereotypical it, TV representation of a homeless guy. He's just wearing clothes and has a scruffy yeah. beard. Which, you know, reads homeless in Lifetime, apparently. Right. If you're not in a mansion, you're homeless. Exactly. So. But she call yeah, she calls him an ex- escaped psych patient, which is really problematic for how she's labeling this person. I mean, I'm sh- that could have been what it is, but why did Lifetime choose sure. to portray him as just a dude with a scruffy beard in yeah. regular clothes? Like, give him a hospital gown. Yeah. You know? If like, he if, escaped. If you're really going in that direction. Right. Yeah. It was just really unnecessary and no. weird. And but L- Lifetime really loves to make cheap 
shots at mental health. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, obviously Lifetime is sexist and racist and uh, homophobic. They're really checking all the boxes, but they're their favorite. <laughs> Just as the doctor checks all the boxes for Jess, yes. Lifetime checks all the boxes for not social justice. For not social justice. But yeah, their favorite is really taking those cheap shots at mental health as like an easy yeah. like, oh, here's a good excuse. Here's a good excuse. They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. I mean, even in the description of this movie, they're just like, the doctor's a psychotic killer. Yeah. I mean, obviously. He's crazy. As you do. Um, I'm just gonna say, spoiler alert, we do not know why the doctor is a killer. Oh, no. the motivation behind any of the murders. We do not understand it. Why would they give us the answer to the biggest plot of the movie? It's not the only plot. There's so (sighs) many plots. Okay, anyway. So, she takes him, her son, uh, the doctor is like, okay, also, the doctor is like, hey, uh, this might be forward, but do you want to go on a date? Which one is really uncomfortable. And sure. she says no, and then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, your son's father, like, I just assumed you were divorced, which is fucking weird like, and what? offensive. Why? Like, what? There's... She's given you no indication that she... One way or the other. ...is not partnered or partnered. Like, what? why is that your fallback? Why do you just... To protect your ego from her saying no? ask about his father before literally anything else? Absolutely. What are you doing? Yeah. So anyway, she says no. He says, oh, I just assumed you were divorced. She's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't just break down on the way over it's... here because of my husband's murder. I'm totally just carrying this 50-pound package around with me, and no one no one knows about it, and we're not talking about we're it. We're not going to talk about no. it for the whole entire movie. Absolutely it's totally not. It's fine. totally fine. So she says no, and then he's like, well, how about if you work for me instead? <laughs> Sh- sure. Sure, guy who tried to be my boyfriend. I'm so into that. Yeah, be my employer. It's I totally fine. I was looking for my dream job, and you know what it is? Being an assistant in a doctor's office. I've always wanted to do that for my entire life. Yeah. Yeah, why Why not? I'm, we're not talking shit on that job. Just no. Like, she talks shit about packaging up chickens, but then she's fine with filing paperwork. Oh, yeah. She's not a physician's assistant here. She doesn't have a uh, medical background. She's a receptionist. She's a receptionist. So, That's it. But, but apparently... I, I get it. I shouldn't say that's it, because it's not like that job is just, like... No, of course not. But just, like, just like being someone who packages up frozen chicken isn't someone that just packages up frozen chicken. Right. Like, labor is labor is labor. Right. And capitalism purposely makes up hierarchies for us to feel like shit right. about what labor class we're in. Yeah. And Lifetime is, like, just fucking jerking it off. But she, <laughs> like, yeah, she, like, hasn't explored at all what she wants to do with her life. And no. then he offers her a job, and she's like, okay. Yeah, sure. That's what I want to do with my life. Yeah. So she takes it. Um, yeah, Jess is really happy for her. She's like, you should invite him over for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my end. Oh, she's thirsty and I love it. Mm. I love a woman that just goes for what she wants, particularly with men in Lifetime. Because oh, yeah. forward women are not portrayed very well in Lifetime. And Jess wasn't like portrayed as a creep, so I appreciate it. No, that. yeah, she was just like, she yeah. knew what she wanted. She's like, this doctor is mine. Yep. There are two bachelors in town <laughs> and Kate's got the other. And I'm so, gonna cook this fucker dinner. Yeah. So then, uh, all of a sudden, Kate and Tom are on their date, and Kate has her arm around Tom's arm, and they're assume like married at this point. It yeah, seems like. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Then we go to the fir- her first day at the doctor's office, which is the next day. Mm-hmm. Because this whole thing happens in a week. Yep. Um, so... <laughs> so buckle up. It's a real crazy week. We're on about day two or three right now. I, yeah, I think three's good. Yeah, yeah, that's a safe number. So it's her first day. She's on her way, and her car breaks down. She's like, oh, shoot, and opens the hood and does what I would do, which is look at it and just say, <laughs> what do I know about this? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I can't fix this. I'm just looking at the hood <laughs> under the hood of the car. <laughs> but luckily... Uh, Harry, this taxi cab driver, shows up and saves the day. Nice. And picks her up, and he's super nice, and then drops her off at Dr. Lucas's, which the sign is outside. Yeah. It says Dr. Lucas's office, and he's like... It's a small town. So where are you working? (laughs) What do you do for work? What are you doing today? (laughs) She's like, going to work for Dr. Lucas. I'm his, his new receptionist. And then he's like, oh, he's a bad man. He's a real bad man. Other people don't know it, but I know. I know. I've seen his true colors. Which also never gets explained, like, why he no. knows. No, not at all. Um, and then she's like, okay, okay, weird, grumpy, but sometimes nice old man. Thanks for the info. Like. And the ride. And the ride, bye. <laughs> and she goes in, and Dr. Lucas, Mark, Mark Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Mucus, if you will, yeah. um, is oh. watching from out. Uh, yeah, let's call him Doctor Mucus. Is watching from outside the window and like sees this exchange and is looking very suspicious. And um, she comes in. He's like, "Was he talking smack about me?" And she's like, "Well, yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, he's an old drunk." So. He says crazy things. Yeah, his, again, his whole explanation is like, he doesn't like me, so take what he says with a grain of salt. Also, he's crazy and an alcoholic. Yeah, like, whoa. That's a lot. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay, sure. Sounds totally fine. Um, and then a couple days later, a day later, he comes over, um, for dinner. I think it's, yeah, the ne- even though <laughs> that, that was, was my dog. That was Domino <laughs> yawning into the microphone. <laughs> Good boy. Domino, don't, don't do that right uh, now. No. Don't do that right no now. No thanks, buddy, no, but that was. I don't think so. That was really perfect, though. I don't think so. <laughs> oh. oh, I know. Uh, she, she, like, had said two nights previously yeah. that she was going to wait a week before inviting him to dinner. Sure, that's safe. Yeah, but it, she doesn't. She doesn't. No. Well, Jess she... is thirsty. <laughs> Jess is hungry. Get him over you here. You better get him over here. So, um, first Tom comes over and he brings roses because it makes sense because they're dating. Great. He also makes a joke that he brought them for Sam, the kid. Yeah. Which is very, even, it's very nice. It's, it's endearing. Go lay down. Um, but then Dr. Mucus comes over and he also brings roses, long stem roses. Because he's in love with her. And that's pretty forward for a new boss with a lady who just turned him down. Yeah. Like, it's especially like once you enter that employer, employee, especially when... She's the only employee in the office. She's already said no before being employed. Yeah. Now she's employed. So off limits. She's off limits on every front. Like 100%. And you also know that she's into Tom. All I wrote was that roses mean porking. 
Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so there I we wrote, go. Tom brings flowers, check mark, Dr. <laughs> Lucas, no. <laughs> no, perfect. But don't worry, because Jess comes down the stairs and sees it and thinks they're for her, mm. so... And Jess, by the way, went all out. She looks banging. Oh, she yeah, is she is. date ready. She is. Oh. So then um, they all drink just enough wine so that there's the equal amount left in all of their glasses. It's insane. It's really wild. <laughs> it's really weird and creepy. Um, And I think he just leaves. Literally, almost she, like. In the middle of dinner. It doesn't even look like they've wrapped up yet. And he just gets up and he's like, well, it's late. I better get going. And Jess, of course, walks him out. And then an indetermined amount of time later, Tom leaves. And Katie Oh, and... but before he leaves. Oh, what happens? They have a quick conversation and that's where she learns that uh, his last assistant didn't uh, quit. She died. Oh, shit. Is that what it happened? That's when it happened. It's like, yeah. oh, you think you would have mentioned that? Because she, she mentioned something. She's like, yeah, it's so weird. I wonder why she left. And Tom's like, uh, she died. She, she did. She was the lady in that car that day that you rode up and I saw you and didn't talk to you. Yeah. Did you not? You know, literally 48 hours ago. Right. His assistant died. Died. Yeah. And she's like, so weird. He didn't tell me. <laughs> it is. Like, it like, is weird. <laughs> why? Yeah. And, oh, and then Jess comes back into the room and I just had to write down this quote because... Uh, he's like, you're really into him. And Jess is like, well, chicks dig firefighters and doctors. <laughs> Do we, Jill? Do we? Apparently. From one chick to another chick. Oh, Do you God. dig? I'd have to know one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Despite what uh, you may think, I don't choose men by their profession. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we're ahead of the times there. And then, oh, and then uh, Kate and Tom go out on the front porch, which Dr. Mucus is watching from the bushes. <laughs> yes, like a fucking <laughs> creepy. Like creepy fucking what, like Wilson on yes! uh, fucking Home Improvement. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, and the look on his face, it's not like anger, it's not like rage like you would maybe expect. It's just like taking in the information. It's just like I can't I can't describe it. It's just blank and flaccid. It's very and strange. like obviously no director were giving any cues to be like <laughs> Could you just stand in that bush for a Yeah, me? and just look off into the distance. Wherever. Yeah. Think of nothing. We'll make it work. Yeah, it's fine. Um <laughs> this is just B roll, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Kate uh, kisses Tom out mm. on the porch, and then she's Ooh. like, oh, I'm a little drunk. And he's like, oh, well, that makes me feel bad, which whatever. But she's like, oh, no, no. Drunk girl's lips are a sober girl's desire. Nope. That is un. True. No. Nope. That is not true in any sense. Uh-uh. That is, fuck you, that is the problem. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's a, one, that's a phrase that I've never heard of before. No! Uh, two, if that's a phrase that you have heard of before, and you think maybe that's cute or funny or true, uh, you're wrong. I'm not afraid to tell you you're wrong. It's not right. And, uh, I don't know, Google why that might be wrong. I don't know, just like, I'm just gonna lead you there, and then you, you know, do the work. Do the work. <laughs> Do the work as to why uh, possibly taking advantage of drunk women is wrong. I don't know. I don't know. And I, 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 underst- I, and I understand that, like, 
this also then affects, like, women in that they do, some people do feel like that. They're like, oh, well, I must just want it because I'm drunk and that's just, like, my truth coming oh, out. Oh, God. But that's not, tr- like, you can own that when you're drunk you make decisions that you wouldn't make sober for sure. a reason. Like, you're yeah. not making them drunk because all of a sudden your inhibitions are gone and you're making true decisions. No. You're making drunk decisions. No. The only time. <laughs> that's it. The only time that statement is true is, like, me with Taco Bell. Like I do, yeah. It's but that's yeah. true sober. But that's that's true. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just my ability to turn down Taco Bell is a lot stronger when I'm sober as opposed to when I've been drinking. Sure. And then it's like it is my sober wish. I do always want to be eating Taco Bell. Yeah. So you know. But that's still that's that's a slippery slope. <laughs> it is a slippery, is a slippery slope. slope. So just avoid the connotations involved in that. This statement quote. is bullshit. Yep. <laughs> we'll just... Please ask for consent. Please. It's... And if someone is drunk and they consent, that is not consent. No. It's just not. No. I'm like, I'm sorry everyone who's trying to drunk hook up. It's just not. Yeah. All right. So now that we've done that. It's pretty fucking easy, ma'am. It really it It's really, really it is. really is. Yeah, it really is. Anyway. Okay. So then <laughs> I wrote, needs her Jeep dead patient. Because they're, they go, she goes to work and he's like, hey, I need a favor. One, can you tie my tie? <laughs> because there's nothing I want in a wife other than someone who can tie my tie. That's it. And then. I'll marry anyone who can tie his tie. Oh, wait. Um, I for almost forgot, even though this is literally the hinge upon which my day will move forward. Um. <sighs> Uh, can I borrow your Jeep because I'm going to this dead patient's house and it (laughs) Domino tried to go over to Kayla's face and then she told him to leave and then he just went the other way around the table and now he's assaulting her he's not asking for consent and it's not okay he's not but I love it so much I do Listen, rules are a little bit different with dogs, okay? Yeah, okay. Especially when they're so cute. When they're such a cute little puppy. But, uh, yeah, he's like, I really need help getting to this. My car's not going to make it to this house. And then she rolls up to the house, and it's a driveway. (laughs) It's a totally fine. There's, like, an Integra there. Yeah. Any car could have made it up. It's just a drive. Literally. It's literally a driveway. A bicycle could have made it up. (laughs) It's It's fine. A gravel driveway with a little bit of dirt. It's not a big deal. (laughs) And he needs her to drive him there. (laughs) Then he goes inside and, like, so this old lady has passed away and her daughter's there, and Violet is not into any oh, of she's, this. Oh, she's not about it. <laughs> I love I, she her. doesn't even look sad that her mom's No, she's dead. just, like, annoyed that she, they've inconvenienced her It's just like, God, like, I have so much to do. Can this hurry up, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they show up, and he's like, do you want to go up there with me? And Kate's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, like, well, ooh. That's probably good for me to see a dead person for some reason for my job. In like, someone's house in front of their loved one. It's very like, weird. that's uncomfortable. Oh, you can't get out. You're trapped. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, bud? Oh, my God. Hello. 
Sorry, oh, radar's dog, up now. My dog got stuck. <laughs> and now the other sausage is over for butt scratches and kisses. Oh, you guys, yeah. you're too much. It's a pre- it's a pretty cute afternoon. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hi, you're hi, right hi there. baby. Hello. Okay. Uh. And okay. So then they <laughs> go and see this old lady who's dead. He's like. Sh- <laughs> This is too much. This is too much dog right now. Yes, hi, baby. Go away. Hi. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, sitting so is fun. She his his story of how she died, it, which for some reason he has one, is that uh, she had take she has like one of those wheelchair like lifts up her stairs, and she had like gone to bed and then died of a heart attack in her sleep or something like that. And they get back to the office, and Kate's like, I have a question. Why was her lift at the bottom of the stairs if she went upstairs and then died? And he's like, "Fair. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know. Maybe she took a joyride, is what he says. That's what he said. Yeah. Maybe, no, maybe her, her daughter... After she died, took a joyride downstairs. Yeah, because that's, cause, what, that's what you do. That's yeah. why she's so annoyed. It wasn't that fun. <laughs> I was going to say she's annoyed because she wanted to keep going up and down the stairs, but they came in. <laughs> you interrupted her joyride. It's a pretty, it's a pretty tough day. Oh, right. You oh, were right. Okay. okay. All right. I got the belly now. Okay. Good boy. Um. So that happens, and then she leaves. And oh, we forgot to mention that Doctor Luke Mucus. Has a secret room that he's like, you don't ever need to go in there, so just don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm gonna worry about it. She didn't though. I know she, she really like, did it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's just your secret room that no that's one goes fine. in. Um, but it turns out there's snakes in there. Yeah. Uh, he's been like getting venom from them. Yeah, of the rattle variety. Rattlesnakes. Yes. And he's been getting their venom, and what he does, and so this is what we needed to look up. Okay. I, yes. yes. You you talk about okay. things, and I'm so what he does is he takes the snake out of its cage, and then he milks it. Uh, <laughs> is that that is? I don't know much about snake handling, but I know that that's the appropriate terminology. Is it really called milking? Yes, yeah. So, uh, you know, like it does, like the little like rubber glove over like a beaker, and the snake bites it. And then, like, the venom sneaks out. And he collects the venom, and then that's how he poisons his patients. And up to this point, we haven't seen how he does it. Um, But in the room, before we leave this dead lady's house, he just stares at her and goes, So peaceful. Like the fucking creepo creeperson. Okay, do we have some snake facts? Answer. We have snake facts. So, I wasn't paying attention. Did you say that he paints the steering wheel? I didn't yet because we hadn't gotten there quite yet. So what he does is he gets the snake venom and he paints Harry the taxi cab driver because he just doesn't like him. Yeah. Uh, Because he's he's, talking shit. He's watching Friday the Thirteenth while drinking a big cup of milk and he's pissed off about it. Hey man, that's a that's a sick weekend night. Um. But he paints his steering wheel with snake venom. Yes. And then effectively Harry gets in the car and puts his hands on the steering wheel and then drives off the road and dies. Yeah. And so it's kind of assumed, I guess, that he absorbed the venom. Through his palms. Through his palms and then died or like 
had a heart attack or whatever happens. Um, it does. It says that it damages tissue and affects your circulatory system by destroying skin tissue and blood cells and causes you to hemorrhage internally. But it says that some poisons, such as snake venom, are only dangerous if it is absorbed in the bloodstream. There you go. So there's no way it could have been soaked up through Harry's palms. I don't think... I mean, maybe that's saying... Like, I think it I has to go think, into I the bloodstream. I think it has to go in... Like, yeah, like, it has to go straight into it. It can't just be absorbed through the skin. Yeah, it's not acid. It's not... It doesn't work like that. No! No. There's just... I'm sorry. I don't think that that, no. Yeah, so. So anyway, so that's bullshit, but whatever. If there's a scientist that knows something to the contrary, please yeah. email us because this is very confusing. And Her- Harry's murder happens, like, pretty much as as soon as, as the dead lady scene ends. Oh, except before he leaves the room, he grabs uh, the old lady's bracelet that's on her bedside table. Yes, because he's a serial killer. It. Yeah. Um, so then that leads into, uh, taxi driver Harry, who swings by after work that day and yells out his cab window at Katie as she's leaving and is like, has he shown his true colors yet? And she's like, look, man, you need to get help. You need to stop harassing people. Did you harass the old assistant like you're harassing me? Like, leave me alone. And the doctor sees all that happening and he's like, I gotta fucking kill this guy. So that's when he, he paints the steering wheel Harry gets poisoned by it, and somehow, in Lifetime Movie Magic, Harry gets poisoned by this rattlesnake venom at the exact same time that Katie's driving by. So... So weird. Yeah. So weird. So bizarre. How did it happen? So, as he crashes her car, she's the first one on the scene, she calls the cops, the, the sheriff is there, and then also the doctor gets called to the scene as well, and the doctor immediately injects... Harry with something and then Harry dies well and then Tom's like or uh Dr. Mucus is like just let it happen yeah it's just just, let it go just let it go just and every like but it's audible like everyone around him can hear him and the sheriff's like man we really we really got to take you know Harry to county there's been too many deaths too quickly all by heart attacks when driving, and just it's too suspicious. Like, we gotta take him to county, make sure that there isn't something in the water or something. Like, this is nuts. And the doctor's like, No, these people are old. Like, it's winter is coming, which means more people are gonna die because well, it's winter. Yeah, he's got some weird old. logic. And essentially, he's just like, we're all dying, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it was very, it was really, like, it was it's weird. fine. But so Kate leaves this, and she goes to Tom, and she's like, do you think that he's killing people? It'd be a very easy way to kill people. And she really has nothing to go off of. She's no. just, like, has, cre- like, she's correct. Yeah. But based on all the information that we've gotten... It's just, like, ridiculous that she came up with this theory. Yeah, she literally would have to be a fucking psychic. Like, there's no, there's it's no way. It's so bizarre. Yeah, and of, and of course, because Tom, I guess, in this movie is... Aside from Harry warning her, but he didn't say anything about, like... No, not about murder. He's yeah, like, but he wasn't a good guy. It's like, fucking weird. So Tom is, of course, like, yeah, I mean, no, 
Like, <laughs> he's, like, supportive, but, like, doesn't really say anything. He's yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. What yeah. He's, he's not about it at all. Um, and then mm-hmm. it goes to another date night, a separate from this one, where she, First, oh, she has a shower conversation yes. with her sister. Don't, don't let me forget about the uncomfortable naked shower scene with her sister that didn't have to be in the movie because they could have had this conversation anywhere Literally else in the anywhere. house. Yeah, so she's showering, uh, and her sister's in the bathroom with her, and the curtain is fully see-through. So, like, T and A and V, everything's hanging out. And they're just having a conversation about how, how Katie thinks that Dr. Mucus is a serial killer. And her sister, who's in love with them, is like, well, that's crazy. Also, you've given me no evidence that makes me think that this is true. So, you're crazy, naked woman in my shower. Um, and, and then it just cuts to a scene of Dr. Mucus sniffing Kate's scarf. As you do. As you do. Uh, and then Tom and Kate have sex on the kitchen floor, yes. which is fucking disgusting. Yep. Um, not the sex, but the kitchen floor. Like, it's just uh, The gross. sex is pretty gross, too. I just stopped watching. Uh, it, they were doing that open mouth, like, Oh, that's right. Thing. Yeah, they were just, like, putting their mouths near each other. Yeah. It was oh, really weird. Uh, uh, you know, um, like, that's sexy. Then Dr. Mucus... Kills another lady and then sits there while she's dying, sipping tea. Yeah, really an, another old lady. Yeah. Then the kid Sam tells Doctor Lucas that Kate and Tom are dating, and Doctor Lucas is like, "What? Yeah, because they're they're at the diner the next morning or something." Yeah, yeah. And he's getting breakfast before work, which I'm sure he's kind of doing what Tom had done that one day, where he was like. I'm not here for Kate. I didn't think she was. I'm not be stalking here. a woman. It's fine. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, but really, Kate is went early into the office to look through the files of the dead patients, and because of a weird typewriter issue, uh, she thinks that he changed the files, which doesn't even. It's not even a. It just. I don't... It's not enough. It's not even a thing. It's not It's not a thing. Like, like in, in no world, world would anyone be like, oh, yeah, sure, of course, this is happening. Yeah. And this is like, evidence that he's murdered these and, people. And it was supposed to be, like, the big revealing showstopper truth scene. It was And you and I are just like, what? so when's it happening? When's the big thing happening that we know and that was apparently the big thing um so then uh he comes back and she's cleaned everything up she's like um i have to go get coffee i'll be right back and she goes (laughs) and finds mrs white dead and she calls the um sheriff and she's like listen here's what i think about dr lucas uh i think he's killing everybody these dogs. I am I so sorry. They are so noisy today. They just have so much to Usually say. Usually they're just gassy, but yeah. today they're speaking. They got shit to say. Hey, it's fine. Um, but she's like, you need to do an autopsy. Like, this keeps happening. I heard you at the last murder. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you have to send this to county so that they can see what the fuck is going on. And he's like, okay, but you need to make sure that Dr. Lucas doesn't catch on and that he just thinks that everything's fine. So get back to the office. And he's like, can you, like, make an excuse? She's like, yeah, he thinks that I'm out for coffee and he knows that my car has been having issues, so I'll just tell him that my car broke down again. And she comes back and he's like, so what happened? She's like, my car broke down. He's like, where's the coffee? And she's like, 
And he pulls out a full bag of coffee that was in the cabinet and throws it at her. Like, lying 101, man. Yeah, I mean... Cover your tracks. Right? right? She's apparently a brilliant sleuth and detective, but is a fucking idiot with the basic 101s of of normal human behavior. So he throws the coffee at her, and he backhands her into oblivion. (laughs) She's out like a light. Ridiculous. Uh, I've never... Okay, so I've hit some fuckers. I have never seen a backhand knock a bitch out before in she my life. Gone. As God is my witness, she is in another dimension. Then he ties her up in the weirdest way possible. A reverse hog tie. So it's <laughs> so the ankles and the wrists are tied, but instead of the hands being behind the back, they're in front. Where you know you can untie your knots. What? What are you doing? What are you doing? What is? It's not that hard. What is anyone in this fucking movie doing? Um. Then he. Oh, then uh, Tom shows up and knocks him, or like I don't know. He leaves. Like, yeah. They get into a fight, and it's a really weird. Yeah. Fight. Tom shows up for a fucking flu shot randomly. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. For that was early. It was. He, no, it did. There's no way. She had just come from breakfast. Yeah. I am upset. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Why was he there? Yeah, so. So, then the doctor leaves. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, no, gotta go. Bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you later. Postpone that flow shot. Yeah, good luck with the knots. Yeah. They're not hard to unlock. It's fine. Okay. Oh, she did it. Uh, then, like, Kate's like, Tom, you need to go find the phone. It's right there. Go call somebody. And then, <laughs> while he's doing that, she's like, I gotta know what's in the secret door. Gotta know. Now I gotta know. Gotta know. Uh, she sees her scarf in there, and she pulls it off, and then there's the snakes, and Tom's like, they can't get out. Don't worry. Yeah, oh, thanks, Tom. And then uh, she finds his murder journal. Oh, Yeah. So it is filled with that bracelet that we saw before, dentures, um, a teacup that we saw in the very last murder scene, and like a bunch of like creepy trophies. But the murder journal is the best. So you open it up, and it's all these like paper it's, clippings um, and like handwritten notes and like and wax naked drippings. autopsy photos. Yes, and like some blood, but definitely some wax drippings. Definitely good red candle wax. Good fucking call on that one. And, and like he wrote notes about shit. I want to read it. I want to read it cover to cover. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like as that was probably it. it was. The creepiest thing, and it was the best part it of the movie. The and we saw several pages. We didn't just see like no. one page. Like, could you imagine being like a, a set designer and getting to make <gasps> that book and being oh. like, "Oh, I am making yes. the fuck out of this book." Okay, but then she's going through it and she sees an autopsy photo of her mom, and it triggers yeah. this flashback of the lady that jumped off the bridge. Yes. Which insinuates that he killed her, but how? But how? How did he kill her? Why? If she literally woke up out of a dead sleep, grabbed a rope, ran through a cornfield, went to a bridge, (laughs) tied it off, threw herself off. I'm coming. I'm coming. Like, what? Why did he kill them? Oh, oh, we're not going to know that. How did he kill her? We're not going to know that. Was it Venom? I don't know. Did he put it on her skin? Sure. Maybe he painted Why? the maybe, maybe he painted the rope with it. 
with the snake venom. That's what killed her. And it soaked up in her brain. Drove her, drove her mad. Oh my god. Yeah. Then someone finds his Porsche at a train station. <laughs> like literally, that's the cut. Which that is could have been. <laughs> Could have tied this all together because it was a train station. It could have, and it could have led to a showdown at the train station. But it didn't. Guess what it didn't? It didn't do any of that. Not even a little. He shows up, and this is actually a fun scene, but the cop that's... (laughs) I know we didn't set it up well. This is a fun one. The cop that's, like, patrolling Kate's house... Uh, is sitting out there, and he looks down for a second at, like, a cookie or something. Yeah. And you see, like, a flash, and he looks up, and there's a doctor's bag just sitting in front of his car oh, outside. so creepy. It's like an it when, like, you just see the red balloon floating, but there's nothing around it. It's like, that's the scene where it's just, it's just a perfect old-school doctor's bag sitting in the middle it's of the so road great. in front of the headlights. So, like, the idiot that he is... <laughs> patrolling the house, yeah. he gets out of the car because what's in the bag? What's in the bag? More cookies? And so he, like, bends down, not looking behind him, <laughs> and the doctor has a syringe and fucking, like, stabs him in the neck hella hard. Wouldn't it be better if there was another Listen, rattlesnake in the bag? You could say anything after, <laughs> wouldn't it be better? And the answer will be yes. Uh, I'm just, my brain always goes there. My brain is always like, how could I make this terrible movie a little bit better, even though someone threw at least $2 million at this project? So then the doctor puts on the cop costume, uh, outfit, whatever. Yeah, cop, you know, whatever. (laughs) He's not good at it. Anyway. (laughs) If you're not good at it, it's just a costume. It's it's not a uniform. It's just a costume. <laughs> so the doctor puts it on and like knocks on the door and Tom goes up to the door and he's about to open it and then Jess looks outside and sees the cop dead on the ground. She's like, don't open that! But it's too late, it's of course. So obviously. So the doctor kind of comes in. Kate, I think, shoot, or did she shoot? She yeah. shot him before. Yeah. Oh, she shot first. Kate shot first, Kate y'all. shot first. And then uh, the doctor shoots Tom with a shotgun that he somehow got. From the cop, I'm assuming. I'm you're ass- assuming. You're right, I am. I'm doing the work, and I shouldn't be. Uh, then the doctor disappears <laughs> again. Yep. So does Jess and Sam. And they do, like, a little, like, like, chase around the house. And then in the corner field yes i mean let's have another chase in the cornfield which by the way we never saw this cornfield in all the times that we went to this house where is it like the oh this is the second time that we saw the cornfield because the first time was in that first scene so we had no way to the bridge we had no idea that this was even in their front yard is it i don't know i don't know where it is yeah i mean and so all of a sudden, Kate is running. She well, she like she goes to Tom because he's been shot with a shotgun. Yes, she's like Tom. It shakes him violently, which is not how you deal with someone who's been shot. No, I'm it is. Sure. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Oh my bad. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, that and like sticking your finger in, in the wound, in the wound yeah. is how you deal with it. Yeah. Uh, so she does that, and then she hears uh, Sam yell, "Mom!" And she's like, "Oh no, bye, Tom." And so she leaves, which is fair, it's her son. But she leaves, and then all of a sudden she's in the corn, and then she sees Jess, and she has a concussion, she's like, he went that way, as if yes. there's... 
any direction in a corn As if that's maze. anything. And then she finds Dr. Lucas with Sam, and she gets Sam released, and the only explanation he gives her is, life is an incurable disease. Which is too true. Like, that's some nihilist shit right there. Like, we're all born dying. So that's why he's... Yeah, why not? All right. <laughs> I mean, like... This is really a, a, a burn after reading sort of ending. It is. But then it's just like, so... But if we're all born dying, and if, and if, and if life is an incurable disease, then why go after the elderly? Like, because the elderly then, by that standard, is already dead. Like... The elderly already has a foot in the grave, so why not why not end the incurable disease of life in people that have so much more of it to live? I mean, go for genocide if that's your fucking thing. Like right? why are you going one by one? Like you're uh, not even efficient. Like, no. What are you doing? Also, why the rattlesnake poison? You're a doctor, you have a you have a huge why resource of medicine. Painting someone's fucking steering wheel with venom. It's like, it's too fucking much, like there, it, that's almost like the whole fucking, like, icicle murder theory. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. The best way to kill someone is by, uh, is by stabbing them with an icicle because it melts and you're left mm-hmm. with no evidence. It's like, yeah, sure, I mean, okay, I guess. Like, once again, that's his theory. Like, okay, yeah, I guess this is the best method if you I want it to be, but it's but not. But insinuating that there is a best method for murder. Oh, there's that. that alone... I mean, I mean, I don't. I don't. And this is where we differ as people, fundamentally. Is there a best method? Sure there is. What is it? I don't know, but I, there has to be. But I, I'm, I think there's more than one. Oh, oh, okay. Then you and I are on the same page. Yeah. Of course there are many great methods of killing people. 100%. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there has to be some systems involved for the best murderers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so she shoots him dead. <laughs> Sorry, and we then... just showed people a lot of our <laughs> a lot of ourselves right there. I'm just saying that right now. And my dog is like staring me. Down. Oh, they're judging. They're judging. Hey. Baby. Anyway, so yeah, she shoots him dead. Um That's And that's it, fucking it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he just dies. Yeah, he dies and there's no resolve. No, at the very end, they're in the cemetery again. Oh. Paying respects to, to her mom. To her mom again. This time knowing she's a murder victim, I guess. Probably not, though. Um, and they kind of talk about how Dr. Lucas actually turns out that he was a serial killer all over the county. Oh, so, yeah. he killed The whole cemetery is his victim. Yeah, so he probably wasn't... Because, like, the whole, his story was that he took over his dad's practice. And that his his dad was also named Dr. Lucas. And he took over his practice when his dad died. So, probably that's not true. Maybe. Oh. He might not actually be that guy's son. He might have just, you know. Oh. Yeah, slipped in. But I guess he's been killing people all, all over the country. That makes sense. But I that's put that together. But that's the only, but they don't say that either. No, they don't. It's, no. 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 So, uh, once again, we don't know why he killed people. No. We don't know why trains were an important uh, story they to weren't. bring up in. Uh, we don't know why rattlesnake poison was used. Or even that that was what happened? Yeah. 
we we don't know how her mom died or if she was murdered or how she was murdered if she was murdered. Who she was going to? No. No. We don't know anything more than we knew in the beginning. Yeah, also, we don't know why her husband had to die under the circumstances that he had to die under. Like, his... Her husband could have just fucking gotten cancer. Could have been... You, you know, like, he didn't have to be killed in a subway. You know? That's a huge like, storyline as it is. And they were just like... Huge. That's just her background. I mean, you know, like, that's just something that happened, along with both of her parents dying in weird ways. Yeah. Like, but it's fine. Also, her son having asthma so prevalently throughout the movie, I thought there was going to be a big showdown scene where, like, he had he, an asthma attack. Like, he had an asthma attack. He was, they needed to get him to the hospital, but Dr. Mucus is on their trail. Like, I don't know. There was just so many things that they threw out there that we were made to feel were so important that the very end didn't fucking matter in any way. Sam did have an asthma attack, but she just gave him an inhaler and he was fine. Yeah, and it was like, oh, there you go, buddy. All right, run through the corn maze. Good job. Now, please run after having an asthma attack. That seems so, fine. Um, in short, <laughs> in short, this movie was okay. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but I, it was fucking weird, and it had some problematic shit. Yeah, it did. But at the end of the day, how many fleece blankets would you give it? I think I would say three. Yeah, I'm gonna go middle of the road. Yeah. What about you? Oh, you know, I'm, oh, are they trying to, Domino's trying to assert his dominance right now. Oh, here we go. And Radar's not having it. We might see a little humping action here soon. Um, I'm actually going to give it four fleece blankets. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it four fleece blankets because of the murder closet. Yeah, the murder journal really. Yeah, the journal and the trophies. Because here, see, this is not our first serial killer lifetime movie. This is our 22nd maybe episode and we've actually covered a lot of serial killers that have not done anything cool and this guy had trophies a murder journal i'm into it four fleece blankets yeah that's fair yeah so uh we don't know what we're watching next we never do Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be awful. Maybe it'll be drink slay love again because i love that movie so much it's never gonna be drink slay love again no. Um, but either way, if you want to watch with us, yeah, then join our Patreon, mm-hmm. um, and keep listening and send us emails at I want to wear your skin at yahoo.com. <laughs> uh, and we will be back next week. Next week, I'm Jill and I'm Kayla, and we are I, I want to wear, wear your skin. skin. Bye. Bye.